Hey guys, it's John and Ryan from No Holding Back, where we get into all the rumors, reports, and, and BS from the previous week in sports and just call it from what it really is. So, right when we get into it, I know Ryan's pretty upset about it. Chiefs lost to the Pats, I'm getting that dollar. That's all that matters. And the infamous dollar. Yeah. And now we move on to the Super Bowl. You're so, hang that up in a plaque? Probably. Put it on my nightstand. Or just kind of keep it around in my wallet to make sure that you know that I know that I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> That's all that really matters. But moving to the Super Bowl, that obviously none of us really give two shits about. No, not at all. Who wins and why? I'm just going with Brady. I mean, there's no pressure on them for once. It's kind of odd. You're seeing this team clicking, firing on all cylinders. And plus it'll leave me, alleviate me from hearing about fucking McVeigh as being the next great coach. Oh, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous that they keep going into, like, playing the McVay card and then all these new NFL teams that were trying to find McVay, the next McVay. It, it's really stupid. What it's really going to come down to is experience over... You know what it reminds me of? The water boy. When they, <laughs> when they start bringing in all the other... Yeah. The towel boy from yes. Michigan and he, gets, and he just gets rock going across the middle. Yeah. No, that's it's exactly what it is. probably going to be Arizona season. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's what we're going to call them, the towel boys. <laughs> that's going to be a disaster. It's going to be such a disaster. So, I mean, one of the things that I think we should really focus in on and the only thing that really matters when it comes to the Super Bowl is really kind of what these, you know, interesting prop bets are and these headline prop bets. You know, you look at national anthem, coin toss, who scores first, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, like, what's your favorite one? I know you love betting the ponies, love betting everything that you can bet on because you're a degenerate. So, I mean, what are you looking at? We all have a quick say. (laughs) So what are we looking at and why? I'm I'm liking this Tony Romo bet right here. It's plus seven and a half. Did you watch him the other week? I did. So I feel like the networks got down on him, weren't letting him call the plays during the year. He was doing a real good job early on. Right. Then they kind of squashed it. I don't know if his Nance or whoever was getting upset at him. But they changed it, right? Well, everybody knows that Jim Nance is a prick, so he probably <laughs> he's probably pretty pissed off that Tony Romo is, you know, overshadowing him and making all the headlines and news, which is, you know, all fair and well because he's doing a great job. It's better than listening to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Fox. But right. I mean, you know, but yeah, I'm I'm liking uh, over seven and a half for that minus one forty. Yeah, I'm I'm liking that. I, you know what I find it. interesting is under seven and a half is paying even money. That is pretty interesting. I'm staying away from that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, we got some other ones that we were looking at. Super Bowl MVP odds, obviously, Brady leads the way. But you know what I do like? James Devlin, the fullback from New England, at plus 40,000. Yeah. Remember, he had three touchdowns in one game this season. Yeah, you'll have a Vegas rep running out from the sands, stabbing Devlin <laughs> before they can announce that. There's no fucking way that goes off of imagine 40, just, one. Yeah, I mean, imagine just putting like $100 on that, see what's going on. I mean, Might as well not? just burn that $100. Just like you burned my, your dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and my second favorite one is, will Chick-fil-A be open on the Super Bowl? That's a good question. They're not open on Sundays. Not either. open on Sundays. It's pretty much guaranteed no. Can't go uh, against beliefs here. Uh, well, it's, it's the foot it's... The NFL. So is NFL Corporate above religion? I mean, they own Sunday. If you're Roman Catholic, it's basically owning a religion. They own the day. 
So we'll see. If if I see somebody with a Chick Fil A bag open during the, during the game, we know that they don't give two shits Some, about their someone ideas. Someone from Texas out there, give us a call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want to know if, if Chick Fil A is really gonna gonna stand up to their word because if that's not the case, then I'm moving my allegiance over from Chick Fil A to apparently Shaq's got this new Chicken Shack Chicken Shack that he's opening up. Yeah, it's probably as good as his movies. <laughs> But the guy's pretty smart. He's he what he owns like a hundred Krispy Kremes, big investor in Ring. Right. I think he knows his shit though. You don't get that big without knowing food. Well, that's true. That is true. They call him the big, they don't call him the Big Diesel for nothing. But I mean, let's let's one of the things that I think we should really talk about is this whole like you know Boston Pride bullshit. Like, you know, I think the really only thing they have to hold on to. I know the Red Sox just won the World Series and whatnot, and that's great. It was probably one of the best seasons in in the history of baseball. But you know, yeah, this was cute fifteen years ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, watching New England dominate the way that they dominated is because of one reason: Tom Brady happens to be the greatest quarterback on the face of the planet, who happens to take significantly less money. Because his supermodel wife makes four times more money than he does in a year, so that they can take care of everything that they need to take care of. Right. I, I guess it brings up the next CBA. So how how do how is this restructured? I think I think the players really care more about the power of Goodell first in their new CBA conversations and how contracts are structured. I think I think the contracts for rookie wages was done right. I think, you know, having Sam Bradford, obviously, the, the magnificent career that he had, he deserved $60 million up front without taking a snap in the NFL. So it's like, I think they did that right. But I think when it comes to the power of Goodell and the power that the league has over the players, I think they need to figure that out. Yeah, and, and it's almost as if that for quarterbacks, that you don't make them count as high. Because look at this position. It's, it's really eating up your cap like that. But... Then again, the NFL does have the biggest parity. How many teams are back again? Right, exactly. So th- that's pretty exciting. Right. I mean, you, so may- maybe it's not broke. I don't. I see. I really don't think the contract struck. And and I understand people are going to bang the table for guaranteed contracts. Like that. That just that just shouldn't happen in football. Like it, you play the games that you play in. Right. There need there needs to be caveats. Look at the injuries that happened. Right. Well, you know, they just the NFL just had their first fully guaranteed contract last year. So it's not like teams are against it, but you know, there are certain guarantees in the contracts that are workable. I mean, look, Le'Veon Bell is probably gonna get a shit ton of guaranteed money, but it's gonna be heavily based on how much he's on the field, whether he gets suspended for the third time, and whether he actually fucking shows up. So that's that's the prop that I want. Does oh, he, whether, whether, is, he, is he out for weed or turf toe? Weed, turf toe, or he missed the game because he's in the, the DJ booth and thinks he's going to be the fucking next... You know, he'll probably be the next Shaq. That's what he'll be, because his shit is awful. Hey, Miami wants to tank next year. Just sign him to that fat contract. Well, he did say that he wanted to play in Miami because that's where he's been throughout his entire Well, holdout. on their way. Well, I, I just think that that's going to be a topic for another show when it comes to where he's going to go and what are the best places for him. So on this Boston talk, right, how, how do we feel about the Celtics and where they move on? I think they're overrated. It, I do. I, 
you now, know, are they going for Anthony Davis or where, where are they how, sitting in that? So they can't trade for Anthony, and this is why Anthony Davis' announcement is is so like perfect. Is that he can't go to the Celtics, like by league rules. If Kyrie Irving, because of the Rose Rule, if Kyrie Irving is still on that team, Anthony Davis can't play on the Celtics. So if the Celtics want to get involved and the Pelicans want to get the Celtics involved because they like their assets, they have to wait to the summer because Kyrie's a free agent, and by the looks of it, he's not going back to Boston. Yeah, and, and your Knicks are a sleeper. They can only offer Przingis right now. If it, they wait to the summer, it's a sign-and-trade. Yes, I think. They keep saying that they're a dark horse here, a dark horse there. And then there, you see some of the, the trade machines and the mock drafts leaving Porzingis out and, you know, throwing up the, the first. The, right now, since they lost last night, they now have the number one over – the worst record. Now, let me ask 14%. you this. Would you rather Zion on the team or have an AD with the possibility of getting Kyrie, drawing Kyrie, and then maybe another max player out there? Well – I would first need to make sure. I think Zion is box office. I really do. I think that if he ends up going to the Garden, and by the way, apparently in, in league circles, he's not the shoe-in number one overall pick. The guy that's playing next to him is having a better year statistically. It's just that you can't teach 48-inch vert at 280 pounds. Yeah, but when was the last time anybody talked about the Knicks? Only when it comes to a superstar that demands to be right. traded. My, my take is you go out, you stay, you get Zion. He's sexy. Look at him. I agree. This guy's bigger than LT. Looks like LT, about 50 pounds on LT. I, I agree. And I also am not convinced that Porzingis and Anthony Davis can play together. Like, look what happened to Marcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. That didn't work Just out picture that well. picture how electric that's going to be. You're going to be in the 400 level and it's going to be shaking. You're going to be worried that the place is going to come down after a Zion bomb. Well, you know, you know what the most unique parts about Madison Square Garden is, right? It's a, it's the only, it's one of the only stadiums because Barclays tried to do this to have like theater lighting, and I think the 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 Lakers do it too. That the courts all lit up and all the fans are blacked out. But the one thing that Madison Square Garden is built on springs. Right, so get you, Zion yeah, a little you, lift. Yeah, you get him a little lift, but it, it, like you hear, you hear like Billy Joel talk about it all the time while he's banging out on the piano. He sometimes misses keys because people are jumping up singing to his songs, and he's literally bouncing in his seat while he's playing the piano. So imagine that at a basketball game. I love it. And imagine if the Knicks are fucking good. Like they suck and sell out every game. Who even cares if he's good? It's watching the highlights every day. Of Zion banging at home. Well, I I agree, and you know. As 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 a as a Duke fan, I would like to see him in New York. I think it would be great, but uh, the Knicks have the worst luck, and they have the worst owner in in the history of sports. Yeah, so we'll see. They'll probably trade for AD, trade the pick, and KP, and then AD won't resign with them. Right, be back to square one. Right, and and then we did the whole Carmelo Anthony bullshit all over again. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it, it's ridiculous. But he did say he wants to go to um, either the Knicks or um, the Lakers. I heard that he hasn't really had much interest to go in Boston because of the wishy-washy feelings and the bullshit that's going on with Kyrie. But, you know, the Lakers are plus 125, the Knicks are plus 550, then the Spurs, where 
you know, I don't think that ever will really match up, but plus 1,600. Unless it's a third team where Przingis ends up going there, I don't see AD going there at all. But this is the time that the Lakers need to make this move, right? Like, Magic Johnson needs to make this move now. See if he's really showtime. Right. I mean, you, you've been put on the clock, regardless of whether... Apparently, the owner's not picking up the phone. The GM's not picking up the phone. But... What are you supposed to do? The guy's not going to resign yeah, with there, you. Yeah, there's only one reason it came out now. That's to get him to the Lakers. Right, right. So we'll see. And he got fined fifty thousand dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? What is fifty thousand dollars? Dropping the bucket for him. I mean, I get that since he's not staying with the Pelicans, he loses out on like eighty million in contract. But like, you know, put it in the, comparison. You know what the worst thing about leaving Pelicans is? Oh, this should be good. It's never welcome back in New Orleans, the best party town out there. <laughs> yeah, but do what they don't care about the Pelicans. This the Smoothie King Center next to the the Mercedes Benz Superdome. Really? Hey, I'm just saying he's not getting any beads when he goes there again. <laughs> I don't think he was getting any beads anywhere with the brow. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be let's be perfectly honest. He really wasn't. But you know what? I think the other problem is that the NBA really needs to get in touch with is the fact that these players are making all these decisions. The, 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 the league is dominated by six teams. It's not entertaining to watch. Like, if you, look at all, if you look at the majority of the teams, the majority of the teams are under 500. So, like, the, the league's controlled by LeBron. That's 100% true. And I get it. You want to latch on to... Your best LeBron. player. How about, right. how about we talk about the all-star team out west, Golden State? But no, you see nobody really wants to talk about them for whatever reason. And that, that's what I was saying last week when I was comparing the Patriots to the Warriors. Like, they really could give a shit about what's going on in the regular season. As long as they make the playoffs, they'll roll through the playoffs. They, they might go on a streak right now with Boogie Cousins back, yeah, well, giving them some hop. He almost had a little scare the other day. You see that with uh, in the Pacers game? Got tackled up behind the neck, leg bent back, gets up, being all Boogie, technical. Hey, you know he's right back and forth. Uh, you know, no, I know, I know, I know. But you know what? The, the Warriors, I think, they'll lose Boogie. I think that they'll lose KD um, in the summer because I think he's got other Might lose issues. Clay as well. Yeah, I think the only re- place Clay will go is if he gets a max deal in, I, in LA I, I don't to play with his wants, dad. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he wants to spotlight. But him, so we'll, we'll see. They're all moving into a new arena in downtown San Francisco. Silicon Valley money. First stadium funded specifically for the fans by the owners. No taxpayer dollars. Things right on the water, right next to AT&T Park. Like, why would you start worrying about breaking up a core group of guys that have went to four NBA Finals and won three of them? You wouldn't. Right. You're, you're going to pay that tax forever, so. Well, you can now. You, you get all the money that's going back into that stadium. So it's not like, you know, you have to pay here or pay there. It doesn't really matter. Speaking about all the money, right, let's switch topics now. Let me guess. Right. Money. Where are we going Your with boy. this? Your team. I, would, I wouldn't say my boy. We all know who my boy is. That's true. A.K.A. Mike Trout. But, yes. you know, who would pair well with him? His buddy, Bryce Harper. Clown question, bro. What's a clown question, bro? Hey, you brought it up when we started talking about the Saints. <sighs> you know what? And well, what was it? Yesterday, they, they started leaking bats. 
taking prop bets down. Twitter started going is, crazy. It's going nuts. People are just losing their minds. This, this baseball offseason, we, we touched about it last week, but it, it's, it's mind-boggling how they don't put a cap on this. Well, what's his name from the Red Sox? The uh, was Dombrowski, the the uh, the president of baseball operations. He's like, you know, it should start here or end here. Like this is ridiculous. We're going into spring training, and we're yeah. talking about probably. He's just upset that nobody's talking about him, and the Red Sox. Well, after they won the World yes. Series, yes, they're, they're yesterday's news, and it's all about these hot free agents. Well, I, I think one of the things that is good for the Phillies, and Bryce is that the deal needs to be short. I, I, I don't think the deal should be anywhere near 10 years. And I think if, Bry- I think if Bryce gets less than 10 and Scott Boris will end up coming out saying, well, the 10-year $300 million from the Nationals really wasn't a real deal, I mean, he'll spit it in his favor. But, like, you gotta, you got to look at Bryce Harper and what he's really good at. He's good at being athletic and being able to put the ball hard out of the field. And he's got a quick, quick, quick twitch. Well, let me ask you this, right? The Phillies, no money on the books, practically. Right. Why not front load it? Oh, why, absolutely. Why, I agree 100%. Why not pay him $100 million for the first year? You could do that. I don't think, I, I, I don't think the league, based on collective bargaining, would, would allow that for whatever reason. I mean, baseball has this stupid fucking history that they're we, holding on to. We'd have to, to get into the rules, but... Just trying to think abstractly well, I, I, here. Like, that's what you're saying. I think the highest paid annual salary, Granky's at, like, what, like 34, 35 million a year? Yeah. Something like that. So, I, yeah, you pay, you can pay him 40 million a year for, give him, give him 200 for five. You're better off giving him 200 for five than giving him 300 for 10. Because at least you I know agree. in five years, and then he's still going to produce. Yeah. And then you're done. Yeah. And, Right around that time, three years away, you have Mike Trout. Come well, on. that's been their whole. Apparently, that's been their whole like plan all along. Is that when twenty twenty comes around, he's a free agent. The, the the Phillies will do everything in their power to get him. And you know what? As much as I think that he should probably be playing center field for the Yankees, I think if he's going to go back and play next to you know your your man crush down there in, in Wentz, <laughs> um, I think I think probably Philly is the best bet. But you know he's gonna he's gonna be able to perform, as opposed to Bryce Harper. Imagine right. if Bryce Harper—he's Har- actually in the spotlight for once. Right, but imagine this is just what I see because because I I love Philadelphia and for this reason. But besides being being the only fan base can, that can throw snowballs at Santa and get away with it, that imagine Bryce Harper signs this big massive deal, right, and then he goes first season like two twenty with like. 30 home runs and 9,500 RBIs. And it's like, that's going to be the number that he hits for the rest of his career. Yeah. A- and imagine that, what that your boys... The stadium's going to come down. Yeah. I mean, it, that shouldn't happen because Philly's a much better ballpark to hit in. Beautiful park. Beautiful tailgate area. I, I could just only imagine what would happen to that park if he ends up fucking up. It'll be worse than w- when the Yankees were booing A-Rod. When A-Rod uh, Ten times worse. Yeah. So, because the we, other thing we might, is... We might have a, another Nancy Kerrigan situation on our hands. <laughs> That's true. But the other difference is, is I think that the Philly fans will actually lice Bryce Harper and his attitude that he'll bring to it, the team. It depends. It, it really depends. They could be a fickle bunch of fans. It depends if he brings out the everyday hustle. If he does that... 
and backs it up with the attitude, Philly fans will love him. Right. But if he starts popping off with the attitude and not right, right. showing that he cares, that, that he's that blue-collar type of guy, well, which, which, which scares me a bit. But, you know, he, he's, he seems like a smart individual. Uh, well, it's funny with the attitude part. Like, didn't he – wasn't he the one that got involved with uh, – what's his name? The closer from uh, Washington when he was there. He was in Boston before that. Papillon, Papelbon, Papelbon, whatever the fuck his name Pat is. Bozo. Like who, who, who gets into a physical altercation with the fucking closer? Like seriously, like, I don't, I don't uh, hate is, it. Is, I mean, I know he's he was from Boston. He could have been an asshole about it, and he could have been the one to bring it up because <laughs> he's from fucking Boston. But is it is it an attitude issue with Bryce Harper? I don't know. I like attitude. I liked him more than. And, more than Trout because I thought Trout was like way too good and of like a person. I need someone with a little attitude and a little like mischief. But yeah, it's just where he's playing. Yeah, well, nobody cares about baseball. Exactly, there, no base. It's not the same. I, I, you know, I think we'll see in the next couple of weeks what ends up happening for um, baseball and for um, this whole free agency thing. I mean, spring training pitchers and catchers are like twelve days away. I mean, they were talking about Bryce Harper revealing his free agency over a baseball video game cover, which doesn't come out until the end of March. Yeah. I mean, once we get in that time, it's your time of year. Oh, yeah. Well, let's <laughs> start getting up to the Masters. Uh, well, watch, we... watch the big cat the other day. Uh, you know what? I, I, I watch him and like I played Tory. I played Tory South. And there, and it's nice to see these guys struggle on holes like that look like they're human. But it's even better when you know the course and you know the hole that they're playing on, and you score better than they do. Granted, they're teeing off like fifty yards, sixty yards behind you. But I think first of all, Big Cat needs to go back to wearing red, not this like suspicious pink bullshit that's going on. Like people were debating whether he was actually wearing red as opposed to like a a rose type of Nike shirt. So that needs to get fixed. Kind of like I'm debating whether you're actually playing the course or playing Tiger Woods golf. <laughs> no, we went out for a bachelor party. Shout out, shout out to Lee for a great bachelor party last year and setting up Tory. But like, um, I, I think that it was a good step for him, especially um, moving um, into into uh, double digits and into the top twenty. I think it sets him up for the rest of the year. Look, he closed well. I think we could all be happy with that. Right, and you know this whole putting thing with the flag stick in and all this bullshit that's going on. I mean, you know, it, it, it they'll figure it out. And I think they got a great course coming up this week um, with probably one of my favorite tournaments in the waste management sixteenth hole. Yeah, call me back in two weeks, then I'll pay attention again. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But, you know, I think I like the energy of that course. Oh, let me take a step back. This whole Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed bullshit. Like, Patrick Reed talking all the shit in the world at the Ryder Cup because, you know, this person was paired with this guy and then Spieth fucked this up or whatever. And then they come out on Saturday, paired together, and it must have been their agents, their publicists, or whoever's holding these two by the hand that are like, you know what, Jordan, I think you should hug Patrick before you guys tee off to bury the hatchet. Like, what the fuck is that? You would never seen Tiger hide, hug anyone in his prime? I wouldn't see Tiger shake anybody's hand in his prime, let alone a Still hug. Still might not. No. Uh, you know what? It's, they just need a bad guy. That's why I like fucking Duffner. 
packing huge lips on the course, tapping his ex-wife in the ass when he's winning the PGA. Like, that's what really matters. I don't need this hug-it-out bullshit on Sundays. If I want that, I'll go watch the fucking Pro Bowl. I don't need no Bubba Watson crying his eyes out the whole time. Oh, well, you know, he's a little emotional wreck. He... Let's not talk about Bubba. Let's not talk about <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> Mac and cheese and chicken nuggets for the uh, the the Masters dinner. What an asshole. Yeah. Can respect like, it though, but what an asshole. Kind of like Trump with McDonald's. <laughs> but you know your boy Trevor Lawrence loved that. He was like, oh yeah, I love fast food. I'm like, dude, Trevor. Why? You, you got the draft coming up. You right. can't be saying that. Right. The draft in two years. Because <laughs> they won't let him leave early. It's ridiculous. But I think um, with the Super Bowl coming up, I think once the Super Bowl ends, and this is the difference between the NFL and MLB, like the MLB has this, and even the NBA, they have this lull. Super Bowl's over. You're automatically, if those Patriots win or if they lose, you're talking summer of Gronk, right? So you're really expecting what's going on there. And then you're right into draft, the combine. You're into all that already. Uh, they, they do it well. They, they talk about NBA being your all-year, all-access. Look, it, it's a bunch of pipe dreams. When football gets to it, gets through the motions, they're anything and everything to anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's, it's all anybody talks about. I mean, it, I think, it, it takes over. I think the NFL dominates 11 out of the 12 months. And... And the one month that they don't is because your holiday in March Madness happens to dominate March. But even if, the, you know, and we'll talk about this leading up to, to, to the, the combine and, and what these guys are going to do in the draft. But, you know, we'll sit here and talk football all year round. I could give a shit about the NBA and I could give a shit about baseball in the offseason. So let's leave it at that. We'll, we'll start talking a little bit about the combine next week right. and a little bit about how we feel on NBA season, maybe we'll see a little bit more with these trades, and we'll get into a little bit of March Madness. Start right, hitting on this, right? And then we'll re- we'll probably recap um, the trade deadline because we got eight days away for that in the NBA. So um, we'll we'll get into that. But for our listeners, what we're trying to do uh, moving forward is we're going to be setting up a an email, Twitter, and um, Instagram account. So at the end of some of these segments, we'll be able to put together a a section where you can ask, email us in or or tweet us questions about how you think um, we would view a particular topic. Um, We will be posting um, links to our shows. Just just easy on the Jets. John's a little bit sensitive when you attack him. He's been through a lot. Yeah, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to. Let's not even go there. I don't even want to go there. Because, nope, not going to do it. He's flustered. Don't try Any, it. Anyway, get at us. We'll send that those details out next week. Trying, uh, trying to poke the fucking thanks, bear. <laughs> thanks for joining us. There's no holding back.